is overcast, and being winter, there is a dimness over the city. The digger thinks of his wife on days like this. Pamela didn't like the dark and the cold, so she... Click. She... What did she do? That's right. She planted red flowers and yellow flowers. He looks at the subway and he thinks of a picture he saw once. He and Pamela were at a museum. They saw an old drawing on the wall. And Pamela said, Oh, scary, let's go. It was a picture of the entrance to hell. The metro tunnel disappears sixty feet underground, passengers rising, passengers descending. It looks just like that drawing. The entrance to hell. Here are young women with hair cut short and briefcases. Here are young men with their sports bags and cell phones. And here is the digger with his shopping bag. Maybe he's fat. Maybe he's thin. Looking like you. Looking like me. Nobody ever notices the digger, and that's one of the reasons he's so very good at what he does. You're the best, said the man who tells him things last year. You're the... Click. Click. The best. At 8.59, the digger walks to the top of the down escalator, which is filled with people disappearing into the pit. He reaches into the bag and curls his finger around the comfy grip of the gun, which may be an Uzi or a Mac-10 or an Intertech, but definitely weighs 11 pounds and is loaded with a hundred-round clip of 22 long rifle bullets. The digger's hungry for soup, but he ignores the sensation. Because he's the... Click. The best. He looks toward but not at the crowd, waiting their turn to step onto the down escalator, which will take them to hell. He doesn't look at the couples or the men with telephones or women with hair from supercuts, which is where Pamela went. He doesn't look at the families. He clutches the shopping bag to his chest, the way anybody would if it were full of holiday treats. One hand on the grip of whatever kind of gun it is, his other hand curled outside the bag around what somebody might think is a loaf of fresh fields bread that would go very nicely with soup, but is in fact a heavy sound suppressor packed with mineral cotton and rubber baffles. His watch beeps. 9 a.m. He pulls the trigger. There is a hissing sound as the stream of bullets begins working its way down the passengers on the escalator, and they pitch forward under the fire. The hush, hush, hush of the gun is suddenly obscured by the screams. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, Jesus! Jesus, what's happening? I'm hurt! I'm falling! and things like that. Hush, hush, hush. And all the terrible clangs of the misses, the bullets striking the metal and the tile. That sound is very loud, 
The sounds of the hits are much softer. Everyone looks around, not knowing what's going on. The digger looks around, too. Everyone frowns. He frowns. Nobody thinks that they are being shot. They believe that someone has fallen and started a chain reaction of people tumbling down the escalator. Clangs and snaps as phones and briefcases and sports bags fall from the hands of the victims. The hundred rounds are gone in seconds. No one notices the digger as he looks around like everyone else, frowning. <laughs> Call an ambulance! Oh, the police! The police! Oh my God! This girl needs help! She needs help! Somebody! Oh, he's dead! Oh, Jesus, my Lord! Her leg! Look at her leg! My baby! My baby! The digger lowers the shopping bag, which has one small hole in the bottom where the bullets left. The bag holds.